Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Us Dads. This is the Dadversation. Thank you so much for tuning in. We do appreciate you. And if it's the first time here, head on over to YouTube and subscribe. And subscribe as well on all the audio platforms. That counts for something, I think. That's what mm-hmm. everyone else uh, says. And, uh, you know, we're not acting like we know what we're doing here, guys. Uh, just head on over, subscribe, like, comment, and do all that kind of stuff. Um, Chris is here. George isn't. We lost him again. We don't know where he's at, but we got a great replacement uh, to fill in uh, our good friend from the Agree to Disagree show, Luigi. Welcome. Uh, How's it going, buddy? Thank you. Very good, guys. Thanks for I'm, being here. I, I'm, I'm finally happy to be here. What a setup you got here. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed. <laughs> it, it's good It's good to finally meet you in person because we've done a couple things virtually and it's all nice and dandy, but the fact that we can finally uh, you know, come face to face, what a difference it makes, fuck. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And especially for me doing my podcast always online uh, through StreamYard, um, I have to go, I have to look into this guy. I think it changes the dynamic when you're mm-hmm. in front of your guest. It really oh, does. Yeah. I've done uh, 65 episodes, and I think it changes the dynamic completely. No, so no, I'm 100. Yeah. Now you're giving me ideas. So I'm going to look at my ba- uh, my basement differently because my office is in my basement. Yeah. Uh, but definitely look. I'm, I have been looking into it. So yeah, yeah. yeah it, it it does change. But uh, it's really good to be here. Funny. You, you know, know the thing is though, it, like there's there's a certain practicality about doing things over Zoom and all that stuff, and it's just easy because you can get anyone you want anywhere they are. You get. But yeah, man, the, the human We're touch. We're social beings, man. We need the touch. We, 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 we need the proximity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know? 100%. So we're glad those crazy years with COVID are done, right? I, <laughs> Chris, are, are we done? I, will, I really hope. I really okay, hope. We really hope, yeah. I really hope because, uh, no, I, we, can't, we can't. Look, I saw the sun today. It made me optimistic. You know what? I, I think it's behind us. Yeah, I, I, I hope, hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I like that. I need some positivity. Yeah, man. Look at the sunshine. It feels it, <laughs> it, it it feels almost impossible to think that after this step, which pretty much all mandates dropped now, that the government is going to come back. And you know, look, I don't want to jinx anything. It just feels impossible for them to just go and do that again. Yeah, people spoke. But, yeah. Well, yeah, people spoke after two years, but uh, I mean, obviously, the damage is done, and now we got to try to figure it out and try to fix it. Uh, it's going to take a while, obviously. Uh, a lot of us, you know, it's amazing, and, and I don't want to get too much into it, but the, I see the damage it's done on a micro level in mm. terms of close friends, um, divorces, anxiety in children. Mm-hmm. That one's the most, you yeah. know. Uh, I Domestic know, abuse, right? Yeah. 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 It, it, that's, that's when it hurts, especially when, when parents tell me that it's completely changed my child's character. That's what hurts. Mm. that's what hurts and so i'm hoping that we don't have to go back there and uh that that's you know that's and and, and i saw that if if i may i saw that recently right as of last the 14th there was no more mask right in school mm-hmm. and uh so i got two boys 12 and 9 so my listen i'm gonna put it into context my wife has autoimmune issues and uh she has asthma so she she's she's scared okay so we try to be extra careful. And then you have me that's just sometimes could be a prick, right? And and sometimes I just forget just because I'm so opinionated and I was against the masks and I was against the mandates. And and I forget sometimes how it'll make her feel, right? So when the 14th came around, we're having a discussion, got into a huge scrap with her. And so I was telling my younger one, no, you don't have to wear the mask as of Monday. I I'm tired of seeing you guys with the masks. Mm. And so she took it as... I understand the kid can make a decision, um, but she took it as like you don't 
you don't care about me, mm. you know? So that hurt me. And, and then I realized when, you know, I was like, Louis, sometimes you got to just shut your mouth and let the kid decide if he's not ready. Um, but, you know, you got to think about other ones. So, uh, and this is a nine-year-old. And then Monday came around and he didn't ask me for a mask. Yeah. Went to school. And then a couple of these days, he says, Dad, it's really fun with no mask. For sure. But I, I just realized what a dick I was being. You know, I, I realized how how it made her feel. Yeah. And I'm not just trying for browning points because I don't even know if she's going <laughs> to listen to this podcast. But it's, it's the truth because I felt like shit that night. So I think, I think everyone kind of got emotional over the last two years right every like every everyone's been through the waves and stuff and you know everyone has their own opinions and stuff um and it's funny that you mentioned this because i had that conversation with my wife as well where she was you know we got so accustomed to wearing the mask and to seeing people with masks and you know instinctively taking out the mask and putting it on whenever we go to the shopping uh, you know to the to the store anywhere else to the point where when we knew that on the 14th the masks the mask mandate would drop. The question came to, um, do we still wear it though? Can I trust the other person? I don't know if I can, if there's a lot of people, I'm still going to wear it. So my wife is still there. I tossed it away. I don't mm -hmm. care. But I got to be honest with you. The first day it dropped on that Saturday, I went to Costco and I didn't know what to do. I was like, do I take it? Do I, uh, I'll just have it on me. Uh, fuck it. Are they going to ask for it? I'm like, yeah. So I had it on me like an idiot. I had it in my pocket. <laughs> Yeah. And I walked inside, and, but there were people still wearing it. Yeah. It's whatever. But the whole topic is is about that. This is what I want to stress: that at least in my opinion, it was always a right for somebody to want to wear the mask if you want to wear the mask if it makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. I always opposed the obligation to yeah. wear a mask based on scanty evidence. Yeah, right. Especially when you have size opposing views mm -hmm. opposing opinion so you know what people that want to wear like my dad wants to keep wearing the mask great that's fine yeah as long as we don't obligate everyone to wear a mask that's where the issue was right yeah no that, that's how i saw it I, absolutely and you know i'm going to respect everyone's decisions of what to do and same thing on saturday i went out went you know pick up some cake for whatever and uh there was a few people not not many, mm. but when it came to, and then, you know, then you have the other issue of, and so Saturday or the, or the Sunday, I bring my son to go watch a movie. So I'm driving him and he's sitting in the back. And so he gets out and I see him walking to the car, uh, to the to the door, the entrance of the cinema. And I see him with a mask and I just can't help myself. So I open the window and I said, Alessio, what are you doing? <laughs> no, it's okay, dad. I'm like, why? It's okay, I feel better. So he walks in. So. I mean, then the Sicilian can, came no, out can, of me. Can you can you imagine just being like a, uh, like a, just an observer, and you just hear like some Italian guy from his window, <laughs> take your fucking mask off. <laughs> hey, I, I, swear, I just, didn't go there, but I was raging, <laughs> raging. I got home, I had to tell somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife's like, Look, "Are you serious? Just leave the kid alone." Yeah, man. yeah. And so, and then Monday came around. He went to school, and he says that. Well, he has to take the bus public transit so he has no choice yeah. but i i think he's also wearing it at school and he says that i'm not ready yeah. does he wear it like full mask or like my son that wears it here no <laughs> he doesn't uh, full mask <laughs> full mask full mask yeah and, and i was expecting reverse you know what there's a, there's a lot of kids because my wife volunteers at the school where my daughter goes and uh, she went to the library and she goes you know i think i'm gonna wear it because the, I, I i saw emma's teacher she still wears it so i don't want to kind of make yeah. her feel uncomfortable she goes I'll, I'll put it on um and she came back and she goes uh you know there's a lot of kids like over half of the kids they're over 50 percent that i saw at least over one out of two were still wearing their masks i'm like okay mm. i mean uh, i kind of got to the preview because i went 
like the mandate stopped here for the masks the 14th right yeah you traveled yeah, before, i had traveled yeah, yeah. before to toronto and no one was wearing a mask i went to the united states north carolina no one was wearing a mask no one said the word covid no no one said anything about these things i was in a completely different world and i went to in toronto it was a conference right a conference like thousands of people mm -hmm. No one was wearing the mask. And then it came back to this reality here. And it's like, man, it is it is ingrained in the people's minds. It has nothing to do with, with, yeah. with, with the disease or the virus. No. It has to do with your leadership and what politically people decided to do. Yeah. That's all it is. I, I'm interested to see. I have to go for a conference in uh, in a few weeks to Victoria in BC. Oh. And I'm you know curious to see what's going to go on there but what this whole thing why nothing, I nothing's going to happen no. uh, we're the last ones here no i know but yeah. just yeah you're, you're gonna see you're gonna see normalcy over yeah, there exactly yeah because they're already like, used to I'm it i'm not used to normalcy yeah. right yeah. and what's normal now this yeah. i'm not going to say the word new normal there i just said it but anyway <laughs> uh, but what what surprised me the most was my uh ability to say you know what luigi despite how opinionated you are despite how you feel and how you've been against this you gotta let the, you gotta let the kids make their own decisions, and so that was, I think, a parenting um, lesson. lesson I gave on myself. Spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and and and, and <sighs> I find myself, Chris. I'm telling it's you, it's a guys, hard one, man. It's it's really hard. It's and and obviously the discussion it, it, it blew up with my wife, and then I'm like, what what's wrong with me? I, I can't. I know I'm. I, I, everyone knows I'm. Heavy, you know, in the house, I have a, a big opinion. The way I see things, if especially if I'm against something, and I'm like. Okay, Lou, you got you got to take a step back here. You got to make these kids now. They're twelve and nine. They can make their own decisions. So that was a huge lesson to me. That's really if yeah, Luigi. <laughs> like your thinking process right now is what I go through. I think on a daily basis. <laughs> and you know where I'm at. I think you're a little bit more flexible because I can't accept the f look. I know that the kids around 12, 13, 14, I don't know exactly what age, but they go from trusting and being influenced from their peers. From the parents, sorry, yeah. to being influenced by their peers. Yes. And I feel like I need to influence a bit before. I got to plant the right seeds. And I don't think I did that right for 12 years, right? So I feel like I got to do everything in a month now. You've been doing it for 12 years. I've been doing it, but you know what? They're younger, right? So they won't understand. Yeah. So you can't really go into depth with the issues, right? You kind of test the waters. You're like, hey, what do you think of this? Let me ask you, who do you hang around with? What do you guys talk about? I can yeah. do that. Yeah. But the foundational stuff now's the time but i know i'm losing the influence right now because right, they they, right. they like to hang around with their friends and listen to their friends and listen to the influencers yeah, on it's youtube not, it's not cool man listening to your father so yeah. you know what i mean it's like should we really give them their space like look I, i'm on the fence on this one but do we really give them their space or do we act extra cautiously to make sure that they know how we think that's exactly, I swear to God, mm. it's exactly how I feel, Chris. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh shit, now he's starting to think about, mm. talk about things. Now's the time that I need to step in and <laughs> tell him how to feel and yeah. tell him how to look at the Before world. Before someone else gets to his yes. mind, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so so uh, the, another again, another thing, I mean, and everything's happy because, I mean, he's 12 and it's his first year in high school. So the other day I'm driving, as I always do, I'm listening to a podcast, and it was the one with uh, Gad Saad, Dr. Professor Gad Saad from Kirkcorn University, was on the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. So they're talking about transgenderism and um, about the woke, woke society and pronouns. Oh, pronouns. Mm. That's it. They were talking about pronouns. Yeah. Um, and he's sitting in the back, Alessio, my, my older one, he's sitting in the back, and he says, Yad, I agree with him. I'm like, 
is he does he have his earphones is he listening is he talking to some one of his buddies in the, in the car and i'm like who do you agree with he's like well joe rogan or the, the, the guest i'm like okay i mean you know they're talking about right he goes yeah dad there's there's uh there's about five six uh, non-binary at uh, in in my level sec one in my high school first of all let's establish something when we were in sec one we had no clue about these, like the, 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 uh, the, these words, these concepts even exist. But even if they did, like we weren't even there. Like we didn't know these words. We, do, we wouldn't. Like they're making these kids aware of these situations. Uh, you know what? Well, continue the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I want to dive into it a little bit okay. more, but continue with what happened with you guys. So, because you're right, it was it was it's it's a new reality. It, but it really is. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm not prepared for this, but I, so I let him speak, and I couldn't believe, and I was I was really proud the way he was speaking with me. And he says, Dad, you know, there's a few, but you know, so that he at one point, I'm like, oh my god, I'm listening to Jordan Peterson. He's like, no one's gonna force me to tell him what to, what pronouns to call him at. And I'm like, oh my God, it's literally Jordan Peterson. Yeah. And so he, he went on a little rant and he's like, I don't understand. I mean, it's cool, but you know, you don't have to, why do we have to um, um, have to tell everybody? Why can't just everybody mind their own business and, and, and be, be okay with where, what they're at? And I'm like, yeah. oh my God. So I'm like, but I'm not prepared for this. Like, what do I, so I just, I literally, guys, I li literally didn't say anything. I just, I let him talk. I listened. And I'm like, okay, he's making his own decisions. So mm. I, I and it's the good decision. Check mark, check so, mark. How's it going? So to, to add to what you were saying before, Chris, I didn't say, I literally did yeah, not say yeah. anything. I said, why? I can't believe. And it, George, like you said, like sec one, what the f we were thinking about, when yeah. am I going to go play hockey? When am I going to, uh, you know, like we were thinking about girls. We weren't thinking about nothing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is our new reality as parents yeah, in, yeah. in the day and age that it, we yeah. live in. It, it's, it's also the education system that they know that the kids are going into this uh, ecosystem and they prepare them ahead of time. I don't know. I don't know what conversations they have in classrooms. Well, I don't know how they prepare them for it. But the fact that a 13-year-old is having a discussion about these things that, first of all, we had no clue about, right? Oh. Number one. Uh, and um, number two, we didn't, like, it wasn't even a thought. Like, it wasn't yeah. even a, like a speck of a thought. This is a clash between biology and social sciences or social studies, right? Yeah. There's different opinions of that. And I think I remember that show, Joe Rogan, Gad mm -hmm. Sad. And to quote, uh, not verbatim, but Gad Sad is like, he was saying that, we're a dimorphic species, right? The default position is male or female. Mm -hmm. So you could have everything in between, but it's not really what biology is, right? Um, so that's the biological position. The social position is, okay, how do, because they make, they make a big distinction between sex and gender. Sex yes. is what you're assigned at birth, gender is a, a social construct. And what you identify with. Well, it, none, that came later. But the social construct is like, okay, why do men wear ties, right? Why yeah. do women wear skirts? Well, that hasn't really have to do with biology. That's how we kind of decided and right. got accustomed yes. yeah. to doing things. <clears throat> so first of all, they, they like to differentiate both terms. But now when, you, when you're coming in and you're, you're going between male and female, every infinite possibility, well, now, now it's, it's crazy. Now, now it's like, you know what? It all exists, but... And this is the word that hurts, but what's normal, right? Yeah. What's normal. And that's where the debate is. But I find that we're still not knowledgeable enough to understand this. And what you don't want is somebody legislating how you speak. 
I'm sure you're an advocate of free speech, yeah, right? Absolutely. I think I am. I think George is too. So it's like we have to be careful, right? When topics have to be debated, that's one. That's fine. But when to kind of protect a minority or kind of protect somebody that's more sensitive or more vulnerable, you can legislate speech because that's not how you protect them. No, you can't. And yeah. there's there's no room for discussion. There's no room that's right. for debate. That's and, right. And in the midst of all this, we have to parent our children yeah. and try to make sense of what does not make sense. I'm sorry, it does not make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a few sexes. Biology is biology. Yeah. You're, you're okay. I mean, but there's biology, and then, like you said, there's sex and your 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 preference or whatever you know. But now, when you look at the statistics, not everybody, you know, they looked. You talked about that that doctor that wrote that book on transgenderism, and that I was on the Joe Rogan. Uh, Doctor Shriver, Shriver, I think. Like it, I think it's Abigail Shriver. Shriver. Abigail Shriver. She said it's unbelievable. You look at the statistics in young girls, especially how many of them. How what's the possibility that in a in a school of uh, two hundred fifty girls, half of them have trans uh, transgender issues? No way. Come on, it's it's now it's the in thing. Yeah. So now, like again, we have to parent our children. Tell them what to think. I mean, in this case, I think I got lucky because Aless just seems to be on the good track and understanding that, trying to make sense as well. He's just learning biology as well and, and learning his own body. Um, but it's not easy. And and the schools and the education system, like George brought it before, is not making it any easier as yeah, well. Yeah. So it's it's pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was not prepared for that uh, discussion. And why this, um, again, back to what we were saying in second row, why this... Um, this 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 how can i say it? this fantasy about why are we talking about sexuality so much what what's why i, I know like, why i don't agree but i know why okay it's okay if we yeah uh, i they're doing it the idea is always a noble and good intention i i believe that people have good intentions i believe that they could be misinformed i think people could kind of like destroy facts in the noble pursuit of trying to do something good. Yep. Um, so I think this is all in the name of inclusivity. Like make sure everyone is included, right? Um, you, you, people that are outside of the normal realm, right? Mm -hmm. Outside the dimorphic male and female uh, could be feel excluded, right? So yes. let's say we have the collective of the male and the collective of the female, okay? So if I identify with this, where do I fit in? Well, nowhere really, so I want to try and fit in. So now you have people that are trying to make these people fit in. So I understand where it's coming from. Yep. I understand why they're doing it. But like I said, if you're going to damage other things by doing that, now you're going to have two problems to deal with. Right. The yeah. social construct that you were saying before, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't say happy Mother's Day because what about the parent that don't yeah. have mothers? Parent one, parent two, right? Yeah, parent that, one. That's in the federal Non-birthing yeah. non yeah. parent. Come on, guys. Like, there's a way of making these people feel inclusive. And, you know, again, every time I do a podcast or uh, I, I think about it, then it's true, right? Even though they're a minority, you still want to make them feel that they are part of society. That's and they right. are because, yeah. unfortunately, you grew up, I mean, whatever. Uh, I mean, the chromosomes and whatever it is in terms of biological issues that you may have. And, and it's, it's, I can't even imagine. I can't even begin to think how they feel. And you had this discussion with, with, with uh, Pantelis as well. Yeah. When you were talking about that, when we were talking about Lee, uh, the, the swimmer there. I forgot her last name. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, uh, how can I say it? It's, you must be like trapped in a body that you, you don't know. And it, it, it must be horrific yeah, to live that's that. That's what's called dysphoria. The, exactly. Dysphoria. Yeah. You can, you're not wearing your body, right? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so I can't even, I don't know. Um, 
Is it up to our schools? Is is it up to education system? I look. They, they, uh, the, the, I mean, I don't know. I mean, my kids are still very young. They're not even there yet. But I'm worried of the moment that they will get there because I feel like as the school and as the education system, they need to kind of address issues that are going to be affecting the kids on a daily basis, right? Uh-huh. And this is definitely something that's there, right? It's it's on the map. I mean, we can't ignore it. Is it the right construct to be? teaching these kids I, I don't know maybe maybe not i don't know and if they do it are they knowledgeable enough yeah uh, i i just feel like they're kind of walking the line they don't want to uh they, well they're they, testing it too right don't yeah, forget yeah, because if, if 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 the idea the purpose is to provide clarity i kind of get it i just feel at this moment it's causing confusion it's causing animosity yeah. It's causing divisiveness, so it's not the best way to do it. So if it is for clarity, they've missed it. Yeah, We still have a long way, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, what I have an issue with is, and this was brought up with the Florida issue, obviously with the, the new legislation that they passed. Yes. Um, in terms of not talking about sexuality until grade three, I believe, which I totally agree with, let the parents deal with it. Mm-hmm. If they have an issue, they want to speak to me, they speak to me. It's... Guys, again, we're going to go back. We're going we're gonna to sound like old farts tonight. But back in the day, did you know your teacher's sexuality? Did you even care? No. And why this 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 um, thing that you hear so, every day, there's something that you knew that you hear a teacher talking about his sexuality or her sexuality. But you know what? Louis, 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 I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. But no, at, at, at the same time, there's this other, like the, the flip side of the coin. I'll just play devil's advocate over here. Back in our day, we didn't really have the courage to go sit down with my parents and say, uh, all right, dad, well, what's a homosexual? True. Like, I never did that. We we never spoke about no, we, we knew sex what education. Was. We knew who homosexual was. Yeah, but you never had that conversation. Or maybe you, you with your parents because they were open, but my parents talk about sexual no. education. No, no, what? No, 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 no. there was no sex. Look, sexual education is not talking about whatever. Like, what you're doing right now is not sexual education. Sexual education was to protect you from sex. So when you have t- when when it's time for you to have sex, you're careful so you don't get STDs yeah. and you don't get a girl pregnant, yeah. and then you're not you're not responsible for that baby. That I'm I'm for. Now I don't know what the age is. Like I'm not an expert to tell you twelve mm-hmm. is good, fifteen is good, seventeen is better. But that's what they're doing right now is not only sexual education. What they're doing right now is, first of all, it's talking about uh, people identifying. And the sexual spectrum has become an infinite game. Yeah. So you're we're, saying, we're, yeah. So you're saying it could confuse the child depending Absolutely. on the age. I'm starting to wonder, am I there? Yes. What group am I in? Yes. Uh, wh- 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 like wh- already, where do I identify? Like we have a 12 year old, right? Yeah. Already, I know he likes girls, but he's not comfortable talking about it. Right. So there's a little bit of a confused aspect to him. There's a little bit of like, okay, there, I have a lot of questions. I know what I'm feeling. I'm not 100% comfortable. So the slightest thing that is normal can confuse. Why right. would you go and just make a, a possibility, a probability yeah. that's just going to confuse the kids a lot more? It's already a confusion to begin with, that's right. right? Coming into your own 12, 13-year-old, you have all the hormones going, that's and right. then you're adding all this on top of that? Yeah. Is it normal how I'm feeling? Yeah. Should I be liking girls? Yeah. Should I be liking boys? That's right. And then they go, they go a step further with this well, hormone thing. With the sports, right? Yeah. You need to balance, like you need to balance biology now. So you give hormones because the person needs to feel good, and th- that's my issue with how I identify. Because if we accept somebody, I'm not saying they don't identify. I believe they identify, as they say, and they have every right to identify as they say. The idea, though, is uh, my objective truth is still my truth. Yeah. So, and you don't want to start 
a thing where everyone can identify with an infinite amount of possibilities. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you identify as this and then you identify as that. All right, that's right. Forget the dimorphic now, we're gone. So we have this, we have uh, asexual, right? Um, cisgender, pan, pan, pansexual. pansexual. There's all that stuff. So there's a bunch of like, there's like a lexicon to learn now, right? You have to add a whole bunch of vocabulary, yeah. right? Uh, in your daily life. And not only that, it's like, I have to know what everything means. And then where do we draw the line? What happens if somebody starts identifying now as a different gender? Or that's fine, we got that. Uh, identify as, as a Spanish person. Identify mm -hmm. as Asian right now. You can clearly say I'm not. How yep. about I say I identify as somebody who, you know what, I went and did something wrong, I went and did a crime, but I identify as a person that didn't commit that crime. Well, that's, the, where, where, yeah, where do we draw Where the do line? you go? Where do you go? That's where I'm against. And there's, those issues have already come up, right? Yeah. I mean, I identify as a dog. Yeah. Identify as a cat. So like, come on. You could do that. That's fine. But me and George, what are we going to say? We're going to say, yeah, Luigi, yeah, you, he's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a biscuit. And then you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? My son is going to be like, hi, this is your friend Luigi. I'm like, no, no, no. This is not my friend Luigi. This is a dog. You good could boy. go pet him. Good boy. No, good but you know what I mean? <laughs> we're, we're overdoing it. But you know what? If well, you don't put an, if you don't keep it in logical rational boundaries well it's gonna it's gonna come let, out let me ask you guys a question because uh, your kids are in sports um do you see the uh i don't know if it's here yet or i'm assuming because you know we're reading about it we're hearing about it about women uh, identifying as uh male and competing in men's sport or the opposite like a a, a, a male identifying as a woman and competing in uh, with the women Go for it. Um, Are you seeing that at all in in your teams and your competitions? I, I no, I don't. I don't. I I have to be careful what I say. <laughs> no. Okay, so both my boys play baseball. Okay, uh, like I said, so one is in uh, Atom and the other one is in Peewee. So we're talking about ranging from eight, nine to twelve, thirteen. But at some point, sorry to interrupt you. At some yeah. point, at those age, don't they have like a mixed team, like they boys do. and girls and stuff? They okay. do. Mm -hmm. So there is uh, now at this point last year. Uh, Mateo and Atam had uh, two girls on his team, mm -hmm. and my son and Never in Mosquito. Uh, but there is a girl, one girl left in Pee Wee, just one. How? What, what age is that? Pee Wee. Twelve thirteen. Okay. Twelve thirteen. Um, you know, uh, masculine traits, maybe. Um, it, it's 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 a bigger girl. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I haven't come up with that issue so the, yeah. the, because they don't have enough girls to make all girl teams sometimes yeah, yeah. uh where, especially where my boys play in st leonard so um but last year there was an all girls team and they played against us mm. so we played against them and they were pretty good yeah. i mean we 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 at least they tried right they yeah. tried and now they've all <laughs> he's, be, he's being careful no he, no, he's no, not no saying uh, we crushed I, them no, we fucking destroyed them. we did but that's besides the point but you know what they were they were yeah. there was a couple of girls on that team that were fantastic yeah, yeah. were fantastic yeah uh, and now they've all gone up to, I believe, all the, uh, to Bantam. So they've moved up from Peewee to Bantam because they were all first year Bantam, uh, second year Peewee last year. So they've all gone up. So that means that they're 13, 14. Um, but no, I haven't come up, up across uh, that in, in, in sports. Yeah, that to me is a bit. He, he evaded the question. Did he give his opinion? It was nice. No, no, no. Because I no, no, it, I, I, no, I get it. Because <laughs> no, no, it's I'm also kidding, a, I'm kidding. but it's also an age thing where whatever we're seeing now is at a higher level of competition. You know, yeah. uh, like you're seeing it a lot in the states in the um, in the in the Pan American stuff yeah. in the interstate championships and stuff. Uh, 
and maybe maybe your 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 guys are are too young there, but uh, it's a whole, that to it's me a whole is uh, yeah, that to me is a little bit of a bug there. I don't know about that one. Well, Chris, would your boys, play, your, your your kids play what? My my son plays uh, soccer. Okay. My, my girl, she does gymnastics and swimming. Okay. Yeah, typical boy girl. I know what you're <laughs> say. But they chose. I, I I put them through everything, and they gravitated to one. And I said, let's stick with it. Is this good? Let's do it. Yeah. Um, I'm with you on that, Luigi. Uh, we had the same thing. We had a couple of games where they played against a girl team. We had a girl that was playing for a long time in the boys' soccer team in one of the teams, mm -hmm. but it's not an issue at that age. Because mm. they haven't gone through puberty. They haven't matured yet. So there's some kind of, well, I wouldn't say equality when it comes like to biology. In terms biology, of physicality, there's not too many yeah, differences. Yeah, the, the physical there. differentiation is not huge, right? What happens, though, later is men develop differently, women develop differently, and now you have really the biology that kicks in. So you're right. There is going to be some girls that are better than some boys. There is going to be some exception. Exception, sorry of girls that are stronger than boys, but ultimately the stronger boy is always gonna be the strongest. Yeah. The strongest man is always gonna be stronger by far than the strongest women, and that's biology. You could graph this, you can use curves, it's what it is. Now, if you take professionals, the elite, the strongest of the strong, the most skillful athletes, male, and you have them play, compete against the most skillful women, there's still going to be the disadvantage on the women's side. There's Absolutely. no competition. So There's it's no like, competition. And it, it's not hard to understand. It, it's not hard to see. You don't need to understand anything. It's it's not hard to see. And that's where they lose it. So now, to bring it back to what you're saying, if we're going to have a person identifying as a man, but as a woman, that person is like inconvenience. She doesn't have an advantage. Right. But it's uh, the other way around. It's, it's the, other the other way, way around, around where you get the advantage because now you have the masculine trait yeah. that is helping you. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And all this talk about the hormones and let's start giving them a certain amount of testosterone or a certain amount of estrogen to play with the hormones. Just because science can do it doesn't mean we should be doing it. Yeah. So I, I'm with you and it's like, I, like, in, like I haven't gotten through it yet but later on, I think it's going to be too obvious. Yeah, absolutely. And I just remembered, uh, here's a great example of the opposite. So two years ago, yeah. we had a pretty good team, uh, second year mosquito team. So uh, not, I would say nine, 10 year olds. Okay. Mm -hmm. We had a good team, good regular season. We go to a tournament. We end up playing uh, Les Filines de Hansik, girls that have been playing together since they were kids. And let me explain why that's important because all the other teams, we always get mixed up every year. But because these girls have been together since they were kids, they always let them stay together and they compete with uh, against younger boys. So they were older at the time. Okay. Guys, we get to the semifinal, I believe, or was it the final of this tournament? We did super well. We get to the semifinal or final with the, against these girls. They destroyed us <laughs> they were mm -hmm. fun guys i've never seen no doubt but they were now, a bit older you're saying they were older yeah. okay and you saw it physically too but is that done purposely so they can somewhat bring it to an equal playing field or some yes yeah. Yeah. so now brings me to my point how fair was that i saw how devastated our boys were first of all they lost to girls right yeah. they don't know they just didn't lose like they got 
killed. These girls were unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was coach, yeah. and I couldn't believe it. Some plays they were doing, I'm like these, these girls could go to major league. Yeah. And they, I believe, some of them were two, three years old. And at that age, like you said, it's a huge difference. So how fair was that? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the name, you know what? That's what it is, Luigi. It's like what's fair is equitable fair. Like, like think about the buzzwords right now we're using, right? Yeah. Equality, equity, right? Yeah. What's fair? Is it fair to have boys and girls compete at the same age? Or is it fair to have the boys be a little bit younger because of the male advantage? Yeah. Like, what's fair? And how do we define fair? And this is where we get into political issues like, right? You know where yeah. I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Right? With, with uh, opportunity, right? With, like, uh, opportunity versus... Uh, not competence versus uh, outcome basically. outcome right what yeah. do you want to control right do you want freedom and opportunity can does everyone have the same opportunity or you want everybody to end at the same place, same place. and they're two different things mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, if, if you want everyone to start with an opportunity someone's gonna somebody's gonna struggle more somebody's gonna struggle less everyone's gonna have a struggle but a different struggle if you want everyone to end at the same place that's social engineering and that's dangerous and it's it it just can't happen. Yeah. It's you know the uh, what was uh, Doctor Peterson say, the opportunity of outcome or the the on, on, I I don't know exactly how he used it, but exactly like you said, Chris. Yeah. Uh, so that that it's funny that I thought about that and I've forgotten about that, but I remember how how upset the boys were, and I'll be honest yeah. with you, how upset we were we as were. well, yeah, the coaches, yeah, because I mean we we saw the gradual um, the kids started the season, they were awful, our team. And mid-season, I mean, with coaching and everything, I mean, they just turned it around completely. We get to this tournament. There was a big tournament in Blainville. I'll never forget it. And then we just got wiped. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I understand, but how fair is this? Well, yeah. so you see, but you see, in, from your perspective, it wasn't fair because you think fairness is boys and girls same age. Somebody that orchestrated this thinks the fairness is have the young the girls be younger. Uh, yeah. Sorry, have the boys be younger yeah. to make it fair for the girls. Yeah. And, and, I, and it's and I all in a matter. It's all a matter of definitions. And, and I couldn't understand. Yeah, but yeah. when I saw the boys, like they were literally crying. There was a few of them crying. Yeah, it's like, yeah. How fair is this? But who decides? Like who decides the criteria? Like after what point does it become uh, unfair? Because the girls are two years, three years old, or four years old. Or like, where do you draw the line? Well, well what is it? Like th th that to me doesn't make sense. Know. You don't know. You know. You're it's trying. I, I think they're trying this stuff out, man. And this is all equality of income versus equality of opportunity. And you're and you're saying this is done primarily because there's not enough girls to 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 make teams, so they have to kind of mix and match kind of yeah. thing. But and these are one of the only girls that actually stay together and they compete. Last year they were in our league actually, mm. and they just they killed us uh, again. I mean they're just they're just that good. Yeah. Yeah. And they're probably older as well, yeah. and uh, they're just that good because they've been together for so long. And they're older, um, so uh, again, it's, I don't know. I'm not here to say what's fair or not, mm -hmm. but where, like you, you yeah, know, yeah. George said, where do you draw that line? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, and, a, it's everywhere in society, though. It's embedded in, I think, every facet and every faction of society right now. But we just dealt with it, man. At some point, people just dealt with it. You know, they're like, yeah. you know what? It's unfair. Fuck it. Let's deal with it. No, I, no. I, people, I, people are obsessed with equality right now at every level. Yeah, but again, what result is that going to bring to the, society? The, like, the weren't, weren't we weren't we stronger individuals mentally and everything else because we're like 
fuck, okay, you know, it's not fair. You're, okay, you're living like it. a bad conservative right now. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just saying that you adapted uh, to the circumstances and either you became a better person because you made yourself become better in order to reach whatever level you want mm-hmm. to, or you accepted that, look, this is where I am and this is reality. Yeah, you see, you know what? You, I made a joke about back because yeah, yeah. today conservatism is, is, is looked at as a bad thing. What you're saying is the individual freedom and personal accountability and work ethic. So if you want to get somewhere, you put in the work and you get there. If you yeah. don't get there, try harder. Right. If you fail, you fail. It's part of life. It's capitalism. Capitalism, that's a meritocracy. <laughs> it's a meritocracy. That is, you cannot have participation medals in a meritocracy. Right? Uh, when we were young. Do they give those men? The, do, uh, are, are they giving those out yes. now? Yeah. All right. Yeah. My, my son's team, I had to bring the medal to the person who didn't show up to the banquet. <laughs> <laughs> you went over to their house. Never mind money. participation medal. Thanks I, for participating. I, I, I had to bring it to somebody. It's like, here, wow. here you go. You, yeah. yeah. So you cannot have meritocracy and participation medals. And like, it's not congruent. It doesn't no, it it's can't not. coexist. It's not. Because, I, I, you know, I remember <laughs> when I, one year I told my son, I said, Alessio, listen, stop living in this fantasy world not every teacher is going to like you yeah. not every boss is going to like you yeah. you're a likable kid you are you're a good kid you're good looking you have a good heart uh, a good heart but not everyone's going to like you and face it that's the real world right and he is looking at me he's like okay I'm like, <laughs> am i not too young for to, to tell me this but, like, but that's the reality buddy yeah, yeah, that's the reality because yeah, yeah. i remember he was complaining about something i'm like well you know what deal it's with you it. yeah. deal with it yeah, yeah maybe that teacher doesn't like you what can i tell you yeah. But she's always picking on me. I don't care. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you that you're special. You're not special. Yeah. So, anyway, that goes with that's with, the whole yeah yeah, yeah the, the mean, whole, that's that, that's embedded. I'm telling you in every facet of society. This the, what we're talking about right now. Yeah. We're talking about in sports. It's everywhere. So it's so, everywhere. So speaking of sports, guys, I I need your help on something. Yeah. And I, I need you to tell me honestly if 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 if, if I'm over. If I've gone overboard on this. Okay. So as I mentioned, I, I coach <laughs> baseball. Okay. Uh, my, my older son is, is a good ball player. He could be even better. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically how baseball works, every level has uh, A and B. A team obviously being the talented the kids. One, yeah. So this year, they finally wanted Alessio to at least try out with a good chance that he'd make the A team. Mm-hmm. And I hope he never listens to this because he's never going to forgive me. But anyway. <laughs> So he basically, t- <laughs> he basically tells me, um, dad, you know what? I had a rough year, my first year of high school. Uh, I missed my friends from elementary and I want to play with my friends. So if I would appreciate if you and the other coach uh, could make a team, just our friends in the B and that's it. I don't want to be in competitive. Mm. So I've been grooming him since he was a kid to, to, I never had that chance. I never played organized sports. Our parents back in the day, right yeah so um but i've always been very competitive i'm just, i'm very competitive okay i played ball hockey i would run through a wall for for my team i would tell off my own teammates if i think that they didn't give 100 percent. so i want to instill this in my kids so my, my question to you is this drives me crazy mm. okay but i can't go overboard obviously because i had it out with him i said what's wrong why can't you play in the a he says, I don't want that. I said, but what's, if everyone's telling you, all the coaches, finally, that you've worked, he's a left-handed pitcher on top of that. You have the me- oh. mechanism. You listen yeah, to yeah. your coaches. I said, I need more drive from you. I need 115% from you. I want the best. What's wrong with asking your child to be the best of it? We ask it for at school, but I can't ask it on the sports. 
Yeah. And this is this the, again an issue with me and my wife. Well, school's more important. Doesn't matter. I, I understand that. He's doing very well at school. But why can't I expect my son to give a hundred fifty percent? Now, am I am I deflecting? Am I am, I, I honestly I honestly cannot relate because one, I never played in organized sports either. Okay. And two I'm playing with fucking Barbie dolls. <laughs> so, so I have no clue so what to Chris tell you. Have to help me out on this but one. if I did have, you know, a son or a daughter that was in competitive sports and at some point they'd be like, ah, I don't know. Do you push them or do you just look for me? The way I see it, there's like this very thin line where if you insist at the risk of having your kid abandoned completely yeah. rather than just say, you know what? You feel more comfortable to be, at least go fucking play, stay active. And then maybe eventually you'll realize that they suck and you're better than that. And you, you, you belong in the A category. Mm. But at that point, maybe there won't be room for you. It'll be another lesson. I, I don't know. But what do you do? Like, yeah. I, I, I understand that you want to push because like, come on, man, you're better than that. Realize like, you yeah. want to, you want your kid to wake up, you know? But what if you do that and the kids say, like, you know what, fuck baseball. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, it's, I'm not, a, it's not going to crush you more. Yes. Like no baseball. Yeah, no. it will. It, it will. And so I, I didn't, I, we had it, we had it out. I wanted to understand them. And obviously he's, he's playing in the B and he's not going to go in the A in this year. And we'll see next year in Bantam. Mm -hmm. But that's another, but it's, it, it's really gotten to me. It's really, yeah. and it's, it's, it's myself and another head coach and we're friends and the kids are good friends. And they both said the same thing and they're both good enough to go to the A. And it's driving us crazy yeah. because we're both competitive. I think I think I think you said it once, where because you know you, you, your kid has been playing soccer for all these years, and you've been seeing parents that had you know you, you, there were you know, all this wishful you know imagination that their kid is better, and why don't you put my kid in? Yeah. And a lot of the parents, and I've never experienced, so I'm basing myself on what you said. Mm. They want their like they want to experience what they missed. Yeah, through like by. By pushing it into uh, onto their kids, right? It's like uh, I never got to play sports, so I want you to do that. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I and you, yeah, and you get to the problem where uh, the parent wants it more than the kid. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's like the parent is doing three steps, and the kid is only doing two, and that aggravates the parent. And then you get to the point where you're making four or five steps, and now the kid's doing two negative. Yeah, they're doing two. So I've lived that. My kid plays competitively. I played competitive sports. I did a couple of sports. Mm -hmm. uh, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm exactly where you are. I think competition is a good thing. I think being 1% better today than you were yesterday is important. Mm -hmm. I think there's a purpose. I'm always telling my kid, develop your leadership skills, be the best you can be. Make sure that if you're missing from the team, they feel it and make sure when you're there, they feel it. Make sure you matter. That's, that's the, that's the language I speak with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, is he always giving that a hundred? No. So, well said, George. I think you're right about that line yeah. where am I pushing? And that line is never apparent, right? You don't know where it is. So are you pushing too much? So what I'm, I do, because I think like you, I still give the nuggets, the golden nuggets. Mm -hmm. I plant the seeds. I always say, it's. Inc I always show him how to win. I always show him how to lose. Always give a little bit more. Are you happy with what you did? And if it clicks that he has to go to the next level, He's gonna go with the right mindset yeah. and the right frame of mind. Meaning, he's gonna have, he's gonna have the right information once it clicks. But I pushed too. I pushed for years. 
And now the coaches push, so I, I'm the, just yeah. I'm just there for support, yeah. you know. So so I was I was hoping like so his younger brother made the Adam A and is only his second year of baseball, so he's being A B. So he's, he's your his favorite kid brother. now. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no way, oh, that was a boy, bad I'm one. I'm not gonna play this in the car. Never. I'm not gonna play this in the car. <laughs> uh, so so I was wondering how he was gonna see it, right? Yeah. And he hasn't talked about it, and I know it's it's bothering him. Uh, I know it's bothering yeah. him. The older one. And like he's like, what the hell? The kid mm -hmm. in his second year, he's playing a ball already. Well, maybe maybe so, that's the element that's gonna push yeah. him to say, "Fuck, no, I can do the a thing too now." Yeah. So so and another thing as well. So guys, listen, I've been coaching, um, and I'm gonna relate this to what you guys were talking about on the morning show in terms of crazy parents and talking to referees and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. Guys, there there is. I, I I need. I'm gonna use this as a platform today to 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 educate some parents. Okay, mm -hmm. guys. You have no idea. Yeah, how we, we were talking about the violence towards yeah. the refs and how it's getting out of hand. And yeah. That. yeah, you have no idea how difficult it uh, difficult it is to get offici officials, umpires in baseball right now because they don't want to deal with the bullshit of parents. Mm. Okay, that's number one. Number two, guys, do you know? Last year, I coached both of my boys' teams. Never again. Okay, <laughs> I needed therapy at the end of the summer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dealing with two sets of parents, guys. No. Whoever's watching or listening to this. Just remembered that they we are using our time. We're not being paid for this. And the bullshit that you bring this does not make it fun for qualified coaches that want to be there out of the goodness of their heart and want to teach the kids. Because, guys, I, I thought that this only existed in hockey because I hear those horror stories. It's everywhere, man. It's everywhere. Chris, everywhere. the stories I could tell you of parents of what they've said to me or looking out after me, making sure I'm not double shifting off their kid, going up to seeing it at the lineup. And, and fucking obsessive, man. Oh, it, yeah. you, guys, it's Atom. Atom. Yeah. Eight years old last year, seven and eight. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're looking if I'm double shifting off your kid? Yeah, yeah. I mean... But we're not going to major leagues for my thumb, George. We're, we're not. We're, but you know what it is? You know what? Yeah, look, my kid's in soccer. He's been playing. He actually even went to Spain to play soccer. He's, wow. he's in Sporit Sud. Okay. So he, he's, in, he's into the, the soccer, like, heavy. Okay. Um, I've met all the parents that you, that you kind of alluded to right now. Mm -hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that I hate. And you're a coach, so tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. Mm -hmm. Because I see parents, let's say a ref makes the wrong call that happens yes that's gonna happen forever do we agree for the next forty-five thousand uh, years absolutely people are gonna be making mistakes yeah right coaches right linesmen referees so they don't see now if the parents don't react the game the game kind of goes smoothly yes it's like you know what that was a wrong call whatever you get aggravated but that's a game because mm -hmm. sometimes it's gonna be for you sometimes it's gonna be against you mm -hmm. the second the parents get involved and they start screaming that's where that fuels the kids. And then the, 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 the kids become mean-spirited. Yeah. And that's what you don't want. And that's yeah. what I tell my kid. Don't worry. The coach, the coach might make mistakes. The ref may make mistakes. It's okay. Sometimes it's going to be for you or against you. You play your game. Focus on your game. But that is a very hard concept for a 12-year-old to understand. That's true. And you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I remember uh, an example. Last year, I was a first-base coach. So right behind me was all the parents of the other team. Sorry, sorry, I, I want to interrupt you. Yeah. Do you wear the suits too? 
Yes, I do, and I look like a clown, especially. I like. Do yeah. we have a picture? No, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to send you a picture send after a picture. this, yeah, okay? Because yeah. it's going to take me. I we had white pants. Who the fuck decided <laughs> to give us what? I look like an ice cream salesman, guys. It was uh, ridiculous. I never understood that, man. Why do you have to wear the fucking? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah. How ridiculous! We look? I mean, I'm actually wearing the cap too, but but ridiculous. Anyway, so, so you're at the first I'm base. I'm standing at first base. We have an umpire that is. Not older than 15, 16 years old. Yeah. Maybe oh. even younger. Oh, young. Oh, yeah. Very young. The umpires are all young. It's true. All the refs are young, too. Yeah, There's absolutely. a lot of young refs. Because uh, they don't pay them enough. So yeah. I, I tell the association, guys, just pay these kids. Yeah. Pay some serious money here maybe you get more older people or older teenagers that want to learn so now there's a huge problem like you said you can't you, mm. so we end up umpiring our own kids i mean are you serious yeah, yeah. so Amazing. these kids yeah these kids are uh these parents i, I couldn't believe what was hearing what i was hearing so they're they, i have my back to them mm -hmm. and i believe we were away uh, yeah no it was a sinly on our team against a sinly on our team okay because we had a, we had three b teams and at one point i'm like I can't. I just can't. I turn around and go, are you guys serious? And I screamed. I go, are you guys serious? He's 14, 15 years old. And then you wonder why we have no umpires. Shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. They're kids. Yeah. He made a mistake. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, the things, I don't know. I don't know what goes through a parent's mind. Uh, Bro, they're in the game. They're in the game with their kids. They, 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 the emotions are there. I never played, but I used to go watch these guys play, and my cousins played hockey. Dude, it, even back then, yeah. it, we, nobody, no, nobody, you know, they weren't angels. Yeah. The parents, man, like the it's, swearing. No, it's, it's very hard to to manage and control your emotions. I, I agree. Very I'm watching my own kid. Me too, and I'm like, I want to. But I'm gonna tell off a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And then knock. Look, now we can't even get them to to referee. So yeah. I'm just saying. Overall, just show a bit more appreciation to your coaches mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that take the time, yeah, yeah. and show appreciation to these kids that are trying to to officiate. Let, let me ask you, man, yeah, why, why why baseball? I, I follow you on social media. You're big into hockey, which, yeah. by the way, I don't understand how there's a Boston Bruins fan in this fucking house. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, anyway. of course, I knew that was gonna come up. <laughs> I knew that was gonna come up. You're gonna have to explain that to us. But uh, yeah, what happened to hockey? Uh, so so now my 12 year old, uh, so he, they both started. He started playing soccer. The younger, the the older one started playing soccer. Then the younger one started playing soccer with him. But then a couple of years into soccer, all of his friends moved to baseball. Uh, so he stayed behind one year. He says, "Dad, you know what?" And I, I was, I found it cool. He says, "I'm going to stay behind. I'm going to play soccer. I like soccer." Then the next year, like I do every every beginning of summer, it's okay. You got to choose a sport. You know the rule. There's no video games. You got to <laughs> choose a sport. That I think I want to try baseball. Okay. Then the other younger brother uh, says, "Okay, I want to play baseball like my uh, like my, my brother. like my uh, older brother." And now the twelve-year-old says, "Dad, I want to learn hockey." And then the younger one <laughs> loves soccer. Says, "I want to play soccer, but you can't play. You just made a. You can't play two summer sports." He goes, "Okay, can you put me in a camp?" He loves soccer. Okay, he comes home, plays soccer. He'll he'll play five sports in yeah. five minutes. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much how 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 that happens. So I love it. They love sports, which is all good. Uh, so now I got to figure out how I'm gonna try to teach and get some camps for my 12 year old you're gonna have to figure out how to get your kids not to like boston that's 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 <laughs> that's, that's the most important that, thing. that ship sailed already hardcore Bruins fans. How, do, how do you let, let me ask something he already I, planted the seeds george yeah, yeah, it's, it's done it's, it's done that's it's done, done. <laughs> I, oh, I got a great story on I, this i find yeah. it i find it really intriguing and i don't care what people because we're not the biggest hockey like yeah. we're, we're like when it comes to sports uh, i'm not even close to the average of what normal male 
should be. Like, I don't care. Wait, wait, wait. You know I mean? wait let, 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 let me give context. Mine, he probably knows a little bit more. Obviously, he knows more, I think. But my knowledge and George's knowledge put together of hockey and sports is... 1993, <laughs> three months. Three months in 1993. The last year the last won the cup. Ironically, that's where our knowledge expands. That, that's where we're like, yeah, no. But I mean, I, I remember being younger, and you know, you, you know, names like fucking uh, Chelios, Shane Corson, uh, Stefan Riche, yeah. Patrick Roy, yeah. you know, like a Svoboda, Russ Cornell, Svoboda, Russ Cornell. So those no, were the years the Bruins sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you had Ray Bork, no. Yeah, but we still sucked. We couldn't. Yeah. Just, we couldn't be the Canadians. So for me, in my mind, it, it's like every kid that grew up in that generation. It made it, it like for me. It didn't. It didn't compute. I was like, oh, how? How can you like another team when we had fucking reshape? And and I, I didn't it, even know about. I don't. I didn't follow statistics yeah. and stuff. Like Risha could have sucked for all I for all I knew. I don't know. It no, was the rivalry. It was yeah. the rivalry. Same thing. Like there was a lot of Quebec Nordique fans in Montreal. There was a lot yeah. of Bruins fans because of the rivalry between the yeah, teams. So yeah. it's either you love the Habs or you love whoever they hate. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So that's our, and obviously there was the thing. My you know we immigrated. My 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 sisters immigrated here from at a young age, and they weren't happy leaving Italy. So uh, they went everything against Montreal, and obviously hockey being a religion here. They decided to cheer for the Bruins because there was <laughs> Felis Pazito, an Italian, playing uh, back in the day. There was not many Italian names, mm. or for that, you know, who was the first Greek name? Chelios was that? Was that uh, <laughs> probably pretty much? Yeah, yeah. Lindros. Yeah. No, Chelios. Chelios was prior. I don't even think Lindros is Greek. Doesn't matter. We wanted. Yeah, because yeah, it, 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 it ends in OS, so we oh. took it. We're like, ah, he's Greek. He's Greek. Maybe like, it was Chelios. Stamkos is not Greek, but he was. Yeah. But then, but then, but then, you know what? You fall into the other category where your parents take a name. They're like, ah, Gretzky. It means he's Greek. <laughs> Greek and Russian. Yeah, Gretzky forget, is Greek forget, and Russian is Greek. Forget about he's the Greek. Polish. Uh, yeah. So this is a great story, guys. Uh, first year of, was it kindergarten or first? Alessio was at school. I come home one day and my wife could care less about sports and she yeah. knows what a nut I am, obviously knowing mm -hmm. being married for so long. She's like, so she's, she's upstairs. She's at the top of the stairs. She's like, uh, Alessio would like to see you in his room. Mark. That's very official. Whoa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you saw the look on her face like she's dying of laughter, right? Because yeah. she knows it's about to happen. Because <laughs> she knows I'm a, I'm a nut job. So I got that. There. And he's, he's sitting down, he's playing. And he goes, Dad, come in, close the door. I need to speak to you. I'm like, okay. This is like first grade, I think. Dude, you have very nice kids. Yeah, yeah, no, no. The, 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 yeah, the kid. The like kid. mine yell. No. And if you don't answer within a minute, they yell even louder. No, no, their mother has them. Uh, Jeez, yeah, yeah. My yeah. wife's a social worker, so <laughs> she, she has them in line. So I said, I'm like, what is it, buddy? He goes, I, I need to tell you something. I'm like, what's wrong? He goes, I, I don't, I, I'm not a Bruins fan anymore. I'm a Habs fan. I'm like, what? But oh. guys, I'm I'm not even joking. Crushed, I, crushed, yeah, over, crushed. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? And I, and and I reflect myself. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, what did I do to this eight, nine, no, no, a, a wait, seven wait, wait, wait. or six year old? I, no, but you were thinking, where did I go wrong? Like, you're yeah, like, thinking, like, yeah, you know, yeah, when was it? When okay, was it? What did I say? Where did I go wrong? But <laughs> am I actually having this conversation with this kid? And like, do I actually? I'm actually getting mad. Right? Wait, wait, I was gonna say that. What was the first emotion? Disappointment or anger? Both. It was both at the same time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm like, you have to see me, guys. You have to see the. I'm like, 
no, no, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, you're you're a Bruins fan. Yeah. <laughs> goes, no, no, because he started. Uh, no, but all the kids at school go for Montreal. I'm like, I don't care. There's one, <laughs> there's one kid that. Uh, 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 no, uh, what was his name? Anyway, I go. He's a Bruins fan. I know he's a Bruins fan. He's no, no, dad, he's not a. Yes, he is a Bruins yeah. fan. I'm like, what is <laughs> make, uh, make new friends? <laughs> go, go make new friends. <laughs> so I said, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna let it go. I'm just gonna walk out. I come out. My wife is just dying of laughter. She's. She's in stitches, and I'm like, I let it go, and then I let a few years pass by, and then he's like, Daddy, I'm a Bruins fan again. I'm like, yes, uh, you're my favorite uh, son. How does, it, how, <laughs> how does it work in your house, like, when it's game night? Uh, I don't even watch it, so yeah. there, there's no such thing as sports watching in this house yeah. ever. Uh, but since you're such a big you know, sports fan, whether I don't know if you follow baseball or whatever, if you're mostly into hockey and stuff, what happens? Do people know that? Okay, it's it's hockey night. We leave that alone. Like yeah. So uh, I'm not allowed watching the Bruins in the house anymore. <laughs> no, I'm 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 sick, and I thought I was gonna get better as an adult. <laughs> His wife is like, we can't afford broken walls. No, no, she's like, she's like, you're you're an animal. Oh wow, you're man. an animal. You're I remember the yeah. first time she we were dating. She came and watched me play ball hockey. Yeah. Finish the game. She comes up to me. So you know what you what you think? And she wasn't spotsif, you know, growing up and watching. And she's like, "You're you're it's the first and last time you're disgusting. You're an animal. <laughs> fucking what the man. fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, what? Luigi, I want to go to a game with you, man. Dude, we gotta. What, the season's over, right? You're totally asking the wrong fucking person. The Bruins just got eliminated. They lost in, in game seven ah, against Carolina, okay? Dude. So uh my my boy, my older one was was disappointed. Uh next I, year I, we're going out. I actually knew it was gonna happen. I, I didn't think they were gonna go far this year. But listen, I, I saw my cup in 2011. I could die in my grave. A happy man. And here's another great story. Bruins win the Stanley Cup on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Okay. I just started a new job. Alessio's a year old. Uh, so I'm dying to see when the parade's going to be because I, I need to go to the parade. <laughs> he has to. It's not even it's negotiable. No, he's like, talk? babe, I'm going to Boston. No, no, no wait. <laughs> he's ready to quit his no, job, okay. dude. Hey, this, this gets, this gets, oh yeah, I fucking right. This gets better. <laughs> Are you so, serious? Sick day. Oh no, bro. Diarrhea. Yeah, so I, can't, my, I can't come in My today. boss was like, a Bruins fan. Uh, I just literally had started the week before, I believe. So anyway, uh, I find that I'm dying to wait. Please don't let it be Thursday or Friday. Please, please, please. Announcements made. It's Saturday morning. Yes. Uh, yeah. Saturday afternoon. Or, okay. So call my buddies, guys. When we, Friday after work, you come and meet me. Pick me up. Boom. We go straight down to Boston. We get there Friday evening. We enjoy Friday evening. Saturday, we stay festivity. Sunday, June 11th, they won the Stanley Cup. The parade is on June, uh, June 11th, I believe. Sunday is Father's Day. Uh-oh. Okay. Wife comes home. Said, <laughs> so uh, I got news for you. Uh, <laughs> Friday after work, we're going to Boston. I'll be back sometime Sunday. She's like, Sunday is Father's Day. I'm like, yeah, it's my day. <laughs> so, so, that's how like, I want to spend Father's Day. What, what, like, what don't you understand? She, like, what are you talking about? Well, you think Alessio's going to notice if I'm here or not? He's a year old. So, <laughs> Didn't go too well. So uh, I said, well, I'm going. Uh, it's, it's non-negotiable. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I'll, we'll talk, we'll discuss, but this, 
I've cried. <laughs> I've cried as a child. I used to go to, I was abused as a child. When the, the, the years that the, the Habs always eliminated the Bruins. I went through emotional abuse, guys. <laughs> That's I'm, the argument. Th- I cry. Oh, he wants to go celebrate the guy. I feel you, man. I feel Chris, you. Why, I, was, why, I cried. Why not? I cried then when they won the cup. I'm, but, I'm not even telling. And that's fine. I understand that. But why not go with your wife and the kid and make it like a family thing? No. It, wait, dude, wait, wait. dude, dude. Come on, bro. I can't, bro. This guy had his buddies. They were, the buddies. They were going to drink. They were going to be dirty. They were going to be nasty. Literally a million people. And the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the kid was a year old. A million people downtown but, Boston. But and it was, it was you know, cool. You know what Just I just thought of? I don't want to make it worse, man. But- from your wife's perspective, it's like it's the first year you're a daddy. Yeah, you get it? Yeah. So <laughs> he never he, he, so, he had never yeah, thought about that so, one before. So, here's, so, here's a, so we come back and and so we're having this. We're at my sister's having supper. I got four sisters. Oh, wow. so my wife is always right, obviously in their eyes. Okay. Yeah. So sure. we're talking. She's like, so we tell what happened. She's like, you know, can you believe he left us on on Father's Day? And the, and, and whatever, I got home, I don't know, it was six, five, six o'clock. She's like, so you see all of them, like, all stay quiet. So I'm like, who's going to have the courage to say something? So I think it was my second eldest one. She's the really hardcore Bruins fan. So she turns, she's like, Luciana, um, I'm sorry, but we've seen the pain that this poor man has gone through all his life. There was no way he was going to miss that yeah, day. There's they, they no sided with way. You, man. Good, they, good. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, someone's going to die here tonight. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, so um, yeah, I could, I, could, uh, I could die a happy man now. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, sometimes though, I, I, I just don't feel like I'm normal because every other guy that I hang out with knows everything that happens at any moment. Uh, like I, I talked to my sister, like my brother's wife, and she's like, uh, George, he's fucking watching curling. <laughs> like, if, if, if like it has to be sports, like fucking shit, man. Okay, we watch time. something Your else all the time. Yeah. So he's obsessed, and it's not just one sport. Like it's like fucking everything. And I'm thinking, you know how many times I thought, am I the one that isn't normal? Yeah. But then I look at Chris, and I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm fine. I think I'm fine. Like yeah. cars, I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, like yeah, I'm, I'm not into fine, that shit. It's fine. No, it's, 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 I have some friends that just will follow everything. I just literally just follow hockey yeah. and, and big fan of hockey. Uh, I'll watch other sports here and there, but nothing like these guys. They'll watch NBA, they'll watch MLB, they'll watch uh, yeah, yeah. every sport, literally. And, and, now, and now you know the new thing. I think now, we're going to bring Luigi back when George is here because he's a, he's a, he's yeah, a, George is he's a, a hockey fanatic as well. Awesome. So you, you guys can. Well, uh, do, okay. Yeah, at least that's what he says. I don't know. We've <laughs> never had that conversation. <laughs> we don't know. We don't have enough knowledge yeah, to judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, he even says, he goes, well, I can't fucking talk with you guys. I'm yeah, like, bro, exactly. do you even know? Do you Because it's hard for me to imagine him following sports. <laughs> you know where I'm at. It's like, what is George going to say so I can go tell my friends? <laughs> so I can be that's part of the funny. conversation. Even with your son playing competitive soccer. Yeah, yeah. I okay. love look. I love the sport. I played soccer. I played. I played everything. I played okay. the baseball. I played a little bit of hockey when I was younger. I did everything. Uh, baseball was the longest. Longest. I did five years. I did some soccer for four, five years as well. Uh, I love the sport. I don't get into the sports. Okay, like following the teams and keeping stats and all that stuff. Yeah. 
when the World Cup comes along, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's different. It, man. The, yeah, ener- different. the energy is everywhere. Yeah, we're not right? going to talk about that right now. Yeah. 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 I don't want to talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Right, no problem. No, I'm very angry because Italy didn't qualify oh, did. twice <laughs> in a row. Yeah, not right. The world is upside it, down. It's not guys. right. But they lost to what was it? Uh, fucking Macedonia. No, no, the the fake Macedonia. The real Macedonia is Greek. They're fucking the fake. The Scorpions. They lost the Scorpions. I I I just can't. How does Italy? How does Italy lose to that team? I don't know. Well, it happens, man. Like you're saying, Greek. Well, they're barely a country. It's a ball in this round. (laughs) It could go in either either direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. You win win the Euro and you don't qualify for the the World Cup? Are you serious? Similar team, huh? It's exactly the same team. Same team, yeah, yeah. yeah. You break a record of international games in a row without a loss. That's true. And you don't go to the World Cup? It doesn't make sense. You know what the other thing? You know what, man? There's got to be. You know what? After that happens, I'm just saying. There's got to be a number where you call and complain. <laughs> I don't know. Well, things are going to change uh, as of the next World Cup okay. because they're going from 32 teams to 48 to qualify. <gasps> oh, wow. Even yeah. harder. No, even more teams are going to qualify to play. To, to oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was more teams. For, okay, so I thought it was more teams playing to qualify the same amount. No, there's going to be more they're teams. Adding, they're adding, more I think, teams. 16 teams. From where? Oh, wow. Oh, wait, international. You're not talking about Euro Cup. I'm talking about international. The World Cup. Okay, World okay. Cup of really? Soccer, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be more FIFA, European right? teams. Yeah, which see, I, I know my stuff, man. FIFA, the biggest dude. I know my stuff in the world. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah. you know what? It, it, I find that's too much. I already find, it, it, like, by the time you get to the end, you're like kind of bored. Uh, no, unless you're no. Yeah, I, no I mean, right. I I enjoy the soccer. Uh, I think there's eight divisions of four, so it's 32 teams, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, they're bringing that to 48, if I'm not mistaken. It's pretty that's crazy. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I but can't even name for it. But you know but the, the thing is, yeah, well, look, for, for soccer fans, it's more entertainment. Like, you're watching I more games. It. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The guys but are really into it. Then you avoid these situations like this, that a team that I don't think they had, uh, did they have a loss? They had one loss, Italy, and they didn't make the World Cup. Mm. Kind of. So you avoid those situations. Yeah. You know you know what's big now, and I'm seeing it mostly, like, within our community now, uh, basketball. And nobody yeah. ever cared about basketball uh, up until Jordan retired. Because I remember being... Big time, like Jordan thing was like I think everyone followed basketball at that time, but now you have uh, what's his face, the, the, the Greek guy, the, the, Greek, the uh, Greek monster, Giannis, yeah. Giannis, Giannis. So now you have all these Greeks like, ah, basketball. I love yeah. the way you said his last name, Adetokubo. Okay, good because you you just went over Adetokubo. The guy, the guy is not normal. Yeah, he's the awesome. Guy, he's unbelievable. I would yeah. love to have this conversation with you, but I don't know anything. <laughs> I just know there's a black Greek guy, which already is rare, and it's impressive. Uh, and, and he won the championship last year. He, they won last year, yes. and he did pretty well. Now I think I read like I read things in passing. Like, out, uh, they the, lost in seven games to the they Celtics. They lost, but he the, the the he has like some record in terms of points and rebounds and all that yeah. shit. Like whatever, so it's cool. But I just find it uh, it's it's cool how yeah. things have come first yeah. full circle and people are back into basketball now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you see that I just overdose on sports. That was it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's <laughs> he's good. He's good for no, the year. Now. Good for the year, man. My, my son actually <laughs> told me we we're talking about music, and he said. Uh, yeah, that that's uh, it's NBA music, NBA culture now. That's a thing now. NBA culture, yeah, the yeah. Mu- oh. So the music that the rap yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. playing in, in NBA, and that's how the kids are are saying, "Oh, that's NBA stuff." Let, let me ask you something. Since we're on the sports topic, and because you coach baseball, and there's been this talk about you know bringing the Expos back into Montreal and all that yeah. stuff, don't you think it'd be better to have a basketball team rather than a baseball team? The facilities are already there. Um, you, do you don't think that we're gonna? It's gonna be much more successful. I mean, baseball um, flopped, and we don't. It, it did. I think that um, 
if you look at it, I think I think baseball would work better here, just because of the history, the nostalgia, mm. and uh, the numbers are up in terms of minor baseball. Mm. So I think the interest is there. I don't think it's there for the NBA. Yeah, I eh? could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, I'm asking because there's, uh, there's never even been any. Like I'm looking at it from a cost perspective. It's like you have to build a whole new stadium. You have yeah. to find the location. That's Obviously, true. you can't you can't make the same mistake and shove it in the East End. Like it has to be downtown. Yeah. Like look what happened with the Alouettes when they started when they brought them back and they were playing in the Olympic Stadium. It was flopping, and then when they brought them to the Molson Stadium, it, it flourished. Right. Yeah. I mean, you need to be downtown. Yeah. Like I mean, there's no there's no argument to be made there. Uh do you get into all that cost when you have the Bell Center and you can just transform it overnight into That's a basketball true. court? Like they do in all the other Everywhere. major. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. Um, it's a good question. No, but think about think about the excitement where you can just go watch. And I'm, I, I don't know anything about basketball, mm -hmm. but like a LeBron James or all these big names coming into town. Like I'd yeah. go watch it just for shits and giggles. It's it's a great question. It's never I've never heard it being discussed, and you know, and you would think after the success that Toronto Raptors have had, yeah, mm. uh, that there would be some sort of discussion in Montreal for that. But I think a lot of it, and a friend of mine always says this, and uh, he says the curse of this city is that it's just hockey, and that's it, and that's the problem. Yeah. There is room, but it's just hockey takes so much room uh, in the psyche. Of, of Quebecers, even in summer. How's the, the impact? Summer, How, how's the impact doing? Do you guys, do you follow that at all? I, I brought Mateo well, to his first game. it's not called the impact, eh, by the way. It's called oh, some, like, some stupidity. Yeah, like, some stu uh, oh, they're, CF, changing, they're changing CF the Montreal. logo. They're changing the logo, yeah. yeah. They're, again? They're changing the logo well, that, again, yeah, because again. of the uproar in terms of fans. Because it, it was a... It was a snowflake. It, it, looks it, was a like snowflake. A, it literally yeah. looks like a snowflake. Yeah. So they're changing it uh, before <laughs> next season. Snowflakes! So they're actually in first place. Oh, no way. They're in okay. first place. Yeah, they've had a few rough seasons, but this year uh, they have uh, Miller that made the, uh, is, is on Team Canada. That's going to Qatar okay. for the World Cup. Mm. So uh, he but was But in there. terms of attendance and all that stuff, uh, is it is it there? Are, are people enthusiastic it, it about wasn't, it? It wasn't full when I was there. Yeah. And they were, yeah. you know, fighting for first place. So it wasn't. And it's not a huge in terms of capacity. Yeah. Uh, I think. I've been three, four times. It's never. It's what? I've it's 12,000, 13,000, 12,000, 10,000. It's around there. I don't think it's more than 15,000, no? Yeah. I think you're right, George. I think you're right. There's, there's, there's just four grandstands. How many did you say? 10. Ten. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's even too I much. I don't so, know. Uh, no, it's, it's a little over 10, I believe. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know if there's, like I said, I think the, the hunger of this city, and we always say, you know, bring back the Expos and bring back this, but guys, we have other professional teams here. Mm. You know, um, Major League Soccer is growing. I think they'll be okay. Uh, CFL is dying, obviously. I never, actually never, never believed in the CFL. I mean, I think it's a joke of a league, but that's another story. No, but, the but the Alouette is bringing people, man. It's always packed. It's, uh, like yeah, they're, they're bringing still, in the numbers. I, yeah, I don't know. I've never been a football fan, but... Mm. Uh, I went once because just my wife had tickets and it was packed. It, it was it was really... Uh, and uh, I think a couple of years ago, they renovated. They made it even bigger. They expanded it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I just think it's the location. I think whatever it is, if you shove it downtown, people are going to go. It's like, it's, yeah. smart. it's entertainment. Let's go watch a game, yeah. whatever it is. I, I agree with you. And now, unfortunately, the, the deal is dead because there was rumors that the, the Tampa Bay was going to relocate to Montreal. Mm. The baseball uh, team you're talking about. The baseball yeah. team. And it's unfortunate because, I mean, we there's there's a huge movement and there's uh, uh, the Bronfen family that's behind it as well. Uh, there's uh, the other gentleman, the, the Montreal... Um, 
uh, investor that worked for the Vegas casinos. That's now an investor with Seattle hockey team. Oh, Mitch. Mitch Garber. Uh, Mitch Garber, thank you. Uh, Mitch was going to be behind there with the Bronfmans. Yeah, there was uh, a whole little uh, Jean thing Coutu, there. Uh, and unfortunately, um, it's not. Okay, let me ask you a question, guys. When the Expos were around, you, you went to watch games? Yeah, I did. How fucking boring was that shit, man? Horrible. It, yeah, the, it goes back to what you were saying. Uh, it, it, the, the, we went to a lot of games. We would probably go 15 to 20 games a year. And uh, there was no environment. I mean, it was fun, but there was it's 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 you're in a cement pit. So there, yeah. I mean, you're and you're in Montreal East. Like, come on, next, come on. Are you serious, guys? I mean, <laughs> no one like. Well, it, it's a lot funner to play baseball than to watch it. Oh yeah, one hundred. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Totally 100%. agree. So one hundred percent. No, of course. Yeah, I remember once I even went to a practice with Philip. We used to go see them practice. Oh, okay. Oh, the, the Expos, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We went... Uh, I think my cousins once went to watch uh, Canadians practice. So they had the thing for the kids yeah. and they went... I've seen that too. I've never yeah. I, I've never gone to the forum. I, I don't even know what that thing looked like. Yeah, I've been, I've been to a few arenas, but uh, you know what? It depends. I mean, I so here's the comparison. I went to watch a baseball game in, uh, in the famous... Um, Fenway Park in Boston. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Guys, it's, it's a whole different story. No, my God. It's a whole different story. It's the nostalgia yeah. that you just feel walking in there. But it was a preseason game. Yeah, it's the enthusiasm. We went to watch, a, first of all, th this is going to sound very weird, but we actually went to New York to watch a football game. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, no, but I don't know. Fuck. But oh, it was like a road trip. <laughs> right? Yeah. With a bunch I'm, of like, guys. I'm like, yeah. 10 guys. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Let's go to New York. Yeah. yeah. Chris, I don't know about you. I don't remember... I remember very little. About I remember the, game. the tailgates. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the tailgates. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. And I saw I saw a football game in Texas. And oh, dude, that's it was, crazy, dude, man! It's like I just saw the planet being consumed. Yeah, it was. It's it's an it's an it's a it's an ecosystem in itself. <laughs> but that's it's like another but world. But that's what I remember. It has its own pulse. Yeah. I remember. I remember the the tailgate because that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I have brief. Memories of the game. I don't think we were drunk. We it's, weren't it's drunk. It's just that thing, yeah. But I remember the fucking energy. It was psychotic. It was yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it really is. I went to watch the Montreal Bruins outdoor game mm. at uh, where long time ago. On uh, no, no, not 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 that long ago. Uh, five years ago, maybe on yeah. New Year's Day. Okay, it and wasn't here though. No, no, in Boston. Oh, okay, in, yeah. uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the field that the, the Patriots play in? I forgot the name. Anyway. Right. Um, and it's beautiful. And the tailgate parties, they, they, they treat it like a football game, yeah, right? Yeah. Because, And I, it, was, it was freezing, but no one cared. You're just cares. walking. Yeah. And, and you know, obviously, I have my Bruins jersey, and people are just, hey, come and have a beer, and come and have a sausage sandwich. What? Where, where yeah. am I? Oh, no, no. There are, people, important, there are people that we saw that take the tailgate much more seriously. Like, they're there more for the tailgate than they yeah. are for the game. Oh, yeah. People, yeah. people before, showed up. Before and after. Yeah, no, but you remember, but people showed up with these, like, uh, uh, custom-made trucks. Yes. Yeah, the thing yeah, were open. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like a whole barbecue. Whole like a, it was a whole cafeteria. <laughs> and a lot of them don't even go to the game. They'll yeah. watch the game yeah. in a TV there <laughs> in the yeah, parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. But you see, that that's what... Obviously, we're changing sports here, but that's what the Olympic Stadium wasn't able to reproduce. The yeah. fans weren't able yeah. to reproduce that. Yeah. So you would go there, and it's like you're just watching a game. You're not part of something bigger. You know? No. And uh, no, I agree with you. I think that the nostalgia and the history yeah, behind yeah, the Canadians—it's yeah. hard to. But you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. You see with the impact, you see it. There's there's those crazy fans that they call the ultra fans. 
and they're trying to to you know to create a culture but it's hard it takes it takes it takes time right yeah, so yeah. i know what you know if if mlb god for you know god willing it comes ever back i i think it would work i think mm -hmm. it would work so let's i'm always holding out hope i would love to see that those were some of the best memories i had man yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that year we were going to win the world series when they had i remember Fisher. that i yeah. remember that that was te that team i was, was a fan that year i i was what, tim Raines. Yeah, uh, uh, Grissom. No, remember, no, uh, Reigns wasn't there. Grissom, uh, Larry Walker, Larry Walker, Marquis Grissom, Delano yes. DeShields, Delano DeShields uh, Frazier, Martinez, uh, Wetland. Dude, you're, uh, you're, you're impressing me. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. why? Pedro uh, Martinez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, See, you're not part of my team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was. I, I I I followed baseball because my friend John, his parents, it's it's like you're a fan. And then there's obsession, and then there's a level on top of that, wow. which is that's Luigi. where they were, <laughs> where they call it the Luigi zone. No, no, but listen, <laughs> we, we have a place up north, and you know they have a place next to us, and they were there every weekend. The TVs back in the day were like three channels. You could, mm -hmm. bro, they would listen to it on a little radio, and it had to be in a specific location on the house because that's where they got the yeah. signal, and you would walk in, and they were just shh, they were listening to a baseball game on the radio. Yeah. Like that, that to I, that extent, I can't even. I'm, I can't even believe that there were certain games that weren't being televised. I would listen to it on the radio, guys. No way, man. I swear to. Oh, I'll never forget the Roger Brulette from RDS. Oh, Henry! Oh, Henry! I don't even know how I remember that, but just just because of that. I rem I didn't tell you this, but I remember getting into your car a long time ago and you're actually listening to hockey on the yeah, radio. Yeah, I love it. And I just wanted to smack you. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, George, what are we doing, man? This this might be straight. I again, can't listen to it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not I, look, it was probably at a time when, you know, they were probably doing well and everyone was kind of into it. Like, I've never gotten into it. But eventually, if, if they're doing well in the season, I, honest to God, love and it's not every radio station. Yeah. Ninety-eight point five, the French radio station. They yeah, became yeah, the yeah. Canadians for I don't know God knows how long. Maguire yeah. uh, and Danny Turcotte or whatever yeah. his name is, they're phenomenal. Yeah, you're listening to a playoff game on the radio, and you're imagining like you. That's that's it. You're not seeing. You're imagining. I know. I know. But yeah. they're so good at what but they do. Uh, Pierre Eudes. I think it's Pierre Eudes. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. It's uh, Pierre Maguire and Danny Turcotte on okay. ninety-eight point okay. five. Um, incredible it's like you're on the edge of your seat you're like oh fuck like they're so good they make yeah, you yeah. feel like you're there okay. all right maybe, maybe i should try it no the, it's the or and another time yeah. and, and another time you know what i used to like it was probably around the same time would i would watch it i remember having it here i would have the tv on mute and i would have the radio i've done that because I, I i so much more prefer that guy's description i've done that I but then you have to line it up how do you do that i think it's time to end the podcast <laughs> <laughs> thank you for uh <laughs> <laughs> I've done it guilty as charged. I've done it. Fuck you! You're a sport. Uh, let me ask something else. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to get away from sports for a second because there's something else that always intrigued me, and I'm following you on social media and stuff. Uh, and then eventually, eventually, we should talk about the guy's podcast. <laughs> but we'll get again, in the same line where I don't understand how someone in our generation could not, you know, uh, become a, a, a Habs fan. You have to explain to me Genesis. Okay. How 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 does Genesis happen? Like Phil Collins and yeah. how does that? And I'm not a big music either. This guy knows more, more okay. and he plays music and stuff. But our generation, it was like you know the Guns N' Roses, the Metallica. Uh, I grew up with a sister who was the new kids on the block. That that kind of yeah. mainstream. 
Yeah, Genesis. Genesis is, yeah, you're, but you're in classic rock now, man. Yeah, so yeah, but how does that happen in our generation? Like, you you don't get into that in well, our simple. In our years. Same thing. Sisters. Same thing sisters. Uh, so yeah. So uh, God damn, sisters. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And and my wife is gonna love you because she just is, she can't. She can't. She doesn't understand. Nobody that. understands. She that. can't relate to that music. I mean, for me, it's uh, I'm I'm a huge music fan. So yeah. I think we we. And uh, my sister Anna, especially uh, one of the twins, and and uh, twin sisters, and uh, she loved Phil Collins and uh, Peter Gabriel Peter and Gabriel. Genesis. Mm -hmm. And then I started going to concerts with her at a very young age, <laughs> yeah. and I just fell in love with them. And uh, I loved them since I was a freaking kid. Literally, I was yeah. teenager, even younger than teenager. Yeah. I mean, here I am listening to music that was way beyond you know my comprehension when i look at it now and i listen to it now and i you know i look at the composition and look at the lyrics and everything and the musicality behind it um i said how did i like that as a kid yeah, you know yeah. i mean it was just you know fun songs yeah. back then but i've always loved it for whatever reason I've, and i like a lot of different genres so that's that's the um that's a big thing for yeah. me so yeah i had to say goodbye to them that was tough last the last concert oh yeah it was their final uh it was yeah. the final tour eh? yeah phil Collins is not doing well uh, health wise so yeah uh, i don't know how he got through it See, I, I i just know this because i <laughs> because yeah. of the things that you post yeah. i'm like yeah. oh okay cool yeah. genesis was in yeah. town no no i'm i'm a i'm a yeah i'm 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 what i love i'm very passionate if, if i love something i'm very passionate i'm very uh I, i'm 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 to a default i'm very loyal so I love the Bruins. I love my family. I love my wife. I love my kids. And, and, Phil, Collins. and Phil Collins. And you know what? Yeah, I love <laughs> Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel. I really do, man. It's but like he mentioned the Bruins first. <laughs> before the family. Before the my family. wife will even know this. She goes, the Bruins come before me. She knows oh that. My God. Uh, <laughs> love it. Let's talk about the podcast, man. Uh, yeah. You told us right before we started recording. Um, super uh, period right now. You, you just, uh, is it today? You just today. Uh, Today, two years on the two dot, years, on the two day. years on the dot. Uh, my first guest, Eric Johnston. Shout out to Eric if you're listening and uh, a comedian out of Hamilton. So uh, I called him up. He says, "Yeah, no problem, do I'll do it." And uh, I'm I'm so happy, man. I'm so happy. Look where I am today. I met fantastic people like you. I've had Phil on my show as well uh, from the morning show. I met so many good people, and uh, it's it's been a blast. It's mm. been Congrats, a blast. man! Thank you. Congrats. I really appreciate it. I I really do, and I I love it, and uh, it's therapy for me. Mm -hmm. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow night I probably do a solo shows, and I need to get <laughs> a little, Bill ninety six off little my rant. chest. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Definitely. What, what, what was so, the thing? So like, what what triggered it? What, what told you? Okay, I need to start a podcast. Obviously, you've been listening. You're a fan of podcasts in general, yeah. from what yeah. I assume. So I I was I had done one prior. Uh, with a Montreal comedian friend of mine, Tony Richo, and uh, it was called the Nobody Safe Your Podcast, and it was it was very similar. I would choose stories mm -hmm. a lot, like what you do with stories, and we would, I would talk about it more on a serious, and then he would add his his comedy, and we did about twenty something episodes, and uh, back then it was was Facebook live and uh, and then i would take the audio and make it into a podcast so mm. the facebook live took off because he had a, a good following and we had a good thing going then i started a new job and i was scared about the ramifications of what i was saying and yeah. i'm like how am i gonna tell my wife if i lose my job because of something i said on a podcast that's yeah, not paying me yeah, anything yeah, yeah. so i stopped doing it and i regret it so then um a few years pass and COVID starts and i'm like you know what i was having a discussion with my wife and i'm like you know what Lou, i really miss it you know and everyone was starting to get into yeah, it right yeah, everyone's she's in. like well do it luigi you know why don't mm. you do it it's like you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it myself and but i'm gonna have guests now 
and uh, I'll do a few on my own. And uh, same thing, I choose stories, or if it's just the, or we talk about whatever the guest is, is, is area expertise is or whatever, if it's, it's a musician or a comedian, sometimes we won't talk about current events or whatever. Um, and uh, episode 65, uh, I've done 65 episodes, uh, two years in, and uh, we talk about everything from current events, social, social issues, politics, and uh, loving it, man. I've met, again, I'm going to say it, so many good people in the Montreal community. And even, uh, you know, online, I'm so lucky. I've had, uh, I have listeners all over the world. And it's never, it's just amazing how awesome, yeah, it's yeah, really, yeah. you know, it's not huge numbers, but I see it and I look at my analytics, like somebody in Malaysia is listening to my yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it's really, really, it's been great. Yeah. It's been great. So, you know, the, the cool thing about it, and there's so many people that actually started this because of, you know, the free time that they suddenly yeah. had, you know, because of COVID and all that stuff. And we actually started right before COVID. Um, so obviously it wasn't like, oh, what am I gonna do now? We have free time, you know. What are we? What are we gonna you know, figure out something out to do yeah. with our time? It was literally an excuse for me, at least, because we hadn't seen each other for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, or, I mean, we would see each other. You know, life gets in the way. You get yeah. you, from seeing each other every week. You know, with your friends, you kind of see each other two, three times a year. Yeah, you know, like holidays and that sort of stuff. So we got together at a baptism. And I'm looking, and I already had the backstage already going, and I'm like, this has to be fucking, this has yeah. to be a podcast. Like, it was just so funny. You know, like, uh, you're probably like that with your friends too. Yeah. Like, you don't see each other for a long time, and then you see each other, and it's like, you don't skip a beat. It's yeah. like, you, you were, it's as if you were together the day before kind of yeah. thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we didn't think much of it. We're like, ah, but just fuck around, you know, let's, let's get together, break away from the, the monotony and this and that, and... A uh, hundred episodes, guys. Yeah. Yeah, on, yeah. I, I know I did the video congratulating because I know it's not easy, but uh, it's it's quite something. It's, it really just to reach to a hundred episodes. You know, a, a lot of people think we're joking, but I honestly didn't think we we're gonna make it past five. We did the first episode. It was in November, I think, like uh, somewhere there in 2019, <coughs> and then we didn't record again until the following year in 2020. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember <laughs> you telling me that story. Yeah. But now, for example, I didn't do a show last week because yeah. I feel empty. I don't know how now. That you get when you don't do it, how do you feel? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, well, look, it's different because you're by yourself, so you can control that. The complication with yeah. having three people, and especially you know being a dad and having yeah. that busy schedule, figuring out the schedule and the time, and you, you send me a request, guys, come on my show. I'm like, dude, we don't even know when the fuck we're recording. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can't. We made it work. Yeah, we made yeah, it work. Of course, we made it work. Uh, yeah. And but it, it, it is complicated. Yeah, that's, that's a challenging thing. But, but look, and we were very honest with, you know, the people listening. We were like, look, we're going to try. And, and remember in the beginning, it was only every two weeks. And then we did it every week. And then, you know, we're like, look, guys, if we miss a fucking week, we miss a week. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, this is our reality. And this is that's what the show is about. But why I appreciate it so much and why I, I really, uh, you know, um, was attracted to you guys in terms of your, your I, there was not m enough of that content. I say in, in the podcast world for for dads and these type of conversations that mm. we've had all yeah, so yeah. many how many times I tell my friends guys can I bring my mic and all of them say no because God knows what's said yeah, yeah. amongst yeah. friends like yeah. I'm not losing my job with yeah, the government yeah, yeah. or what another guy's a VP at a bank literally because yeah. no bro I, I no no yeah, you're not bringing yeah, yeah, the mic to our conversations yeah, no yeah, freaking yeah, way but it's so much fun though I it know is, like is. how many how many times you're in a situation where you're like we should be recording this. Uh, 
Like we so should, many, like, so many, so many. The best things. conversations are off the record. Yeah, of course, because well, you're loose. But it's what you said, man. A lot of times, it's like you're thinking, man. Oh, should I say it? Should I yeah. not say it? Then you're thinking. Then you're like, okay. Sometimes yeah. it's like it's worse when you're trying to correct what you're saying, so you won't sound offensive, <laughs> and it sounds it worse. Yeah. You make it worse. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I thought of it too, man, because when we started, it was. It was like, okay, yeah, me too. Uh, I, you know, I'm in the public a lot. That was teaching at the time. Yeah. You know, I had students uh, at the college level. Mm -hmm. It's like, what can I say? And I like, I'm opinionated like you. Yeah. And I like giving my opinion. I like analyzing the things. And it was like, how much can I say? How much can I not say? You know? And that's why we kind of like diverted a little bit from the political. Because we could get political. Yes. And I, I love that. Because obviously with politics comes like the passion yeah. and it comes like, right? Yeah. yeah. Like political, societal, economical, it's yeah. all linked. And yeah. It's like, there's so many topics that are around that. But it was like keeping it in the dad conversation, like he says, yeah. right? <laughs> keeping it like into the stories and it's like, okay, let's let's find the aspects of where a dad can fit yeah. in. And you know, it, it's good. What what I found, listen, I'm, I'm well aware that we... Um, if we decide to do this, we open up ourselves to ridicule, right? Mm -hmm. And and I could deal with that. Yeah. I could deal with that. And that's fine. It's, I've accepted that. Uh, I've been called. <laughs> I wouldn't even tell you what I've been called. I've been called a lot. But this past thing with the Freedom Convoy and all that, and, and I was supporting them and whatever. What was that? And I think that was me from my that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> it sounded bionic. <laughs> Something sick. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> Like it was like a, it was like a burp, but I didn't feel like I was burping. It was like something, something it was happened. A, uh, a splurp or something uh, happened in my no, fucking it, esophagus. It, it, it sounded electronic, dude. Yeah, yeah. it was like <laughs> it's electronic. Let's just blame the blame uh, no. the roadcaster. It's uh, <laughs> sorry, Luigi. Go technical, ahead, technical issue. Technical issue. <laughs> no, just just uh, you know how do you guys have dealt with this and. Um, something that that happened during the freedom convoy whether you were against it or not and i was wasn't supporting i was supporting them and uh being called certain names by people that know me uh that was that oh was, you went through that yeah that was kind of hard I'll, I'll be honest with you and i defriend unfriended these people and uh yeah I, I you know almost to a point chris and george that the the, the comments i'm like am i a racist and misogynist like they, they yeah, really call me the they, same they words wanted are, they wanted to put you in that box yeah so i'm like no i i know i'm not What's, no i know i'm not so that i found uh you know not not to get again not too political but uh i found that that was a little bit rough to uh to deal with yeah, but again yeah, yeah, i understand yeah. it comes with the core you know par for the course and um but that was that was tough but that that's that's one thing that boggles my mind too man it's like like i said i'm very opinionated I'm somebody that's open-minded. I used to be a lot more close-minded mm -hmm. and I've improved in that way. Mm -hmm. I, I listen more. I'm, I'm more open. You know, I, I tolerate more. But what boggles my mind is that I don't understand how you can not be friends with people that have different opinions. Yeah. How, why is it so hard? Why does it have to be the camp? Why can't it be... You like each other, but you just think differently. Yeah, but don't forget, Chris. Like, no, but you, you know how important that is. Yeah, very important, yeah, of course, because because and this is like the people that cannot differentiate this. If you if I say an idea and you don't like it, that's fine. Don't like the idea. It's not me. You get yeah. it? Yeah. You have to you have to sit there and, and you, you could scrutinize, you could attack, you could as whatever you want to do to the idea. 
break the idea apart, yeah. but it's not the person. No. Yeah. And it doesn't always mean because a person has a certain idea that another person has an idea. Ideas are not about association. If a racist thinks of A and somebody not racist thinking A doesn't make the person a racist. Yeah, you can't right. associate it like yeah. that. Yeah. And that's where I find people lose it. But you know what the thing is? And you, no. You're not, you're, but, you're not, but you're not wrong, Chris. But I feel like the last two, three, four years, even like if you dip into a little bit of, you know, the, the second half of the Trump mandate, people have gotten polarized. Like, yeah. Politics has polarized society into That's camps. That's what I'm condemning. And I'm condemning that. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, I worked in politics and what I saw the last maybe, let's say, five, six years, I had never experienced it. Like, And, and, and I've seen people, you know, come against us and demonstrate and it was all it's fine. perfect. No one had any issues with it. In fact, we even expected it. You're mm -hmm. like, okay, there's a campaign coming. People are going to come, they're going to, you know, pick it in front of your office. It was part of the fucking game and we all accepted it. What, I, what we're witnessing in the last four or five years where people have settled into a camp yeah. and they're on the defensive, no. I don't know. I've never seen it. Because they're uh, fighting for the jersey. Yeah, but it's also very dangerous. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, you have a friend, you're like, what do you mean, bro? The convoy, you're supporting the convoy. Fuck yeah. this shit. Trudeau said that they're racist and misogynist and uh, I, I support Trudeau because of all the things and all the good measures that he's done for health. And you're allowed to agree with a guy, yeah. but it's not because the other guy is supporting the truckers. Whether they're right or wrong is irrelevant. Uh, and you can have arguments uh, for and against. Like to that extent... And we saw that so much in the last couple yeah. of years. I, I, I don't understand. I, I, I'm, I go with the same train of thought as um, we're tribal and we need to belong to a tribe. Mm -hmm. But what I don't understand is how, why politics is being used as the avenue to give yourself meaning and I, that you're willing to die on that mountain. Yeah, yeah. Identity they, politics. Yeah. Why now? Why is everyone sticking to... But again... Georgia, is it possible just Trump was able to do this? That you hated Trump, that it ruined your life that he's there? Yeah, no, I think I think I think it existed. And I just think that because he represented a voice of a certain group, it was as though someone came and allowed a door to open yeah. and give a voice to a you know a large group of people that kind of agree with him. Um that's what I think happened. And you know, it became a movement. And he's like, you know what? Fuck. Yeah, he's right. We should have less government and we should drain the swamp. And, you know, all these things started coming. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you agree with the guy or not, he had that power to mobilize large crowds into thinking yeah. uh, but in, he, in the he, same direction. He exposed the symptom. And I agree with Luigi. It's like that was always there. And it didn't take one guy to make all this come up. It was just, I, I think what the United States is seeing is the weakness or at least the the problem with the two party system yeah because when you have two parties you're going to get everything yeah but let's say the party splits in the center right you're going to have everything extreme left left right yeah like progressive leftist oh you have the entire spectrum that identifies whole, with conservatism so or liberalism in the yeah. same party you have the classical liberal on the democratic side with the extreme left radical left communist when you do that on the right you're going to get the classical liberal or libertarian and you're then you're going to get at the other extreme the the nationalist whatever they call racist uh extreme yeah. right yeah the borderline or fucking fascist so, well, so the spectrum has completely gone well off the, spectrum. the spectrum is like this yeah right? 
I don't see the spectrum like it's that. It's not a line. Exactly. exactly. It's a circle. Yeah. It's a circle. Both extremes meet. Yeah. <laughs> like extreme level and extreme right. And we discussed this when you were on my show, just you and I, and, and we were talking in terms of how do we fix no. politics and, yeah. and could we go to a three-party system, four-party system? And are we any better here? Well, you yeah, know, uh, to a certain extent we are. Yeah. I mean, there's more parties represented here. Uh, it, it, politics in Canada isn't as elitist as it is in the U.S. in the sense that there's big money in the U.S. Yeah, that's like true. Politics in the U.S. is big money because they've allowed the private sector to fund politicians. That pretty much means that everyone getting elected somewhere down the line is going to have an agenda because you have a guy with a big bucks, and we're talking about big bucks. Yeah. Like I've done fundraising, political fundraising here. It's not even amateur. Like, yeah. I don't even know. You probably know the categories better than I do. It's like, what's less than amateur compared yeah. to the US? Yeah. Like, we were fighting to raise 50 grand a year provincially in <laughs> wow. Quebec. You have people in the US that laugh at that. Like, that's like uh, on a daily basis. That's on a daily basis. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's completely different, um, which allows in Canada the smaller people to have room, to have a space. And I agree with that fully. Don't get me to agree with the NDP or Quebec Solidaire or mm -hmm. the Green Party. Like, I can't stand that. I, I, there's no way that I could even agree with that uh, with that ideology. But I'm happy that they're there. That they're there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the idea, man. It, the real diversity is diversity of thought. Nothing else. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's yeah, the it's, only it's, thing. Yeah. And the my biggest problem today is every, obviously everything we spoke about, because ev everything is an issue, right? And you see it in your daily life. Yeah. But the speech we need to protect <sighs> speech that's it's, it's our only mechanism and communication of good ideas and bad ideas yeah. and if once that goes away this is where the spectrum goes like this and now you're an authoritarian yeah right and then after authoritarian you're totalitarian and you don't want it to ever get i'm not saying it's going to get there but you never want it to get there. no not even close because that's the scariest that's a scare that's a for me it's a scariest that's thought scary. because you know what i will protect you as a and as much of an idiot you are that you are a holocaust denier i'll, I'll protect your right to say it yeah. you're stupid yeah you're an idiot yeah. you're an educated yeah but that in it's a your free right society, you're, you're well, free to as, say it. as long as you're not inciting any no, violence. Any no, violence but, that, but that's already inscribed. Everyone, it's everyone, you cannot do. Everyone that. agrees yeah. with that. Everyone agrees with that. As long as you're but not you know what inciting it is, Chris? violence. No, but you, this is what it is, Chris. The same way that we are now in a situation where we need to create groups to include everyone. I feel it's the same thing happening with speech. It's like, okay, you're against that. Oh, okay, we got to protect that. And ooh, you're borderline. Oh, you're you're a little extreme. Uh, you're a little excessive on your speech. Um, ooh, you're hating. Hate speech. What the fuck is okay, it? Where, where do we draw that? the line? But that's yeah. the thing. The, but the line is very clear. Like, we, we have um, a chart of rights and freedoms that protects certain things here in Canada. And if you are calling out Jews that they should die or whatever. That's mm -hmm. against the law to begin with. Yeah. So you know where the line is drawn. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. But me saying that, oh, I don't like Jews because this, like, that's just my opinion. Like you said, I, I, I'm an idiot for thinking yeah. that. But why do you have to come now and, you know, it's like a back in grade school where you have yeah, someone yeah, grabbing yeah. you by the ear yeah. and uh, you cannot say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's so where... We all agree on that. So yeah, we do. Once that gets under attack, it's time to, you know, we... we well, we're there now, right? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're there. We're, we're, we're there. there. We're there. That's we're there. you know the Canadian government uh, trying to uh, you know yeah. legislate with the CRTC and relook yeah, at the yeah the, the Bill C eleven. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. it's scary. I mean, are you kidding me? 
you're gonna you're gonna have someone at Twitter decide what they're gonna decide what's hate speech or and what's not or yeah. what thoughts I could say or I could put on paper, uh, yeah. paper. Well, <laughs> digital paper. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a very it, guys. It's uh, I'll say it again. Very very interesting times we live in. But at the same time, and again, I always like to look at things objectively, right? So like the flip side of the coin. You're in a position of governance, right? Like you're elected, you're there to do your job, and then you're seeing this garbage surface, and everyone is leaning into it. Like everyone now has an opinion based on what a moron is putting up. And I'm going to go back to the convoy and all this thing. Do you know how many people that I know personally, and I, I didn't ruin any friendships or anything because I, I chose not to care or not yeah. to give into it. But there are so many people that I know. I just blocked the feed. I couldn't get their content anymore. So I like there's an option to yeah. just block the feed. I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna fucking watch this shit. It's like nonsense to me. Yeah. So instead of attacking them, I'm like, let me just erase the content from my feed. I don't want to watch it. These are people that until this these events happened, they had no clue who the prime minister was. And then suddenly they became experts. They became experts in COVID. They became experts in uh, in in free speech. They yeah. became ex- like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, man? yeah. They have a doctorate in uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, from the University of Utah. So I <laughs> kind of yeah. So I understand being in a position where you need to govern. Where and I've seen it, and it's not perfect. And I I, I agree. And I, I hope to God that at some point down the line, politicians are going to be more vocal about the fact that they're not experts at everything. Yeah. Like you should say, we don't know. COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Come on and say, dude, we don't know what the fuck is happening. Please hang in there with us. Mm-hmm. We're going to make mistakes. And when we make mistakes, we're going to tell you, don't fucking crucify us. Yeah. Instead, what happened? Oh, some some smart ass communications guys. Look, just tell everyone that we're following what science yeah. says. <laughs> but th- that some at some point is like, okay, one doesn't make sense with you know with the, with the pragmatic things that we're living. Yeah. So there was a there was an issue there. But what I'm trying to say is that. I can understand their position where they're there and, you know, they have a certain responsibility. But like, I mean, regardless how you look at it, they had a hard time, politicians, dealing with this COVID thing everywhere, all over the world, not only in Canada. And it's fine. It's understandable. I think they could have done a much better job. But let's all agree that it wasn't your regular mandate that you were elected for, right? We've never seen it before, yeah. To be in that situation where there's a lot of stress right now, like you have to take care of, like people are dying in the thousands and then you have idiots who are, playing the influencer card, regurgitating garbage that one is not founded, but it's because it's available. It's on social media. How do you fucking deal with that? And it affects public opinion. You understand? We're in a very, yeah. we're in a, we're in a difficult situation. It's, it's very difficult. It's very, you, where do you start? Yeah. Where do you, again, I know where you start. You got to go in depth. All these conversations, all this back and forth is superficial because it's, that, at, it's yeah. at the surface level. Right, every topic you got to go a certain degree of depth, right, in order to understand it. Right, people were fighting and debating things at the level here with very little knowledge. Yeah, and yeah. without taking the time to understand because that at a deeper it, level, it's so. not it's not doing the research and saying I choose this side. It's I choose the side, and then I'm gonna quickly hear what my side says so I can have content. And that's not how you debate. Yeah. And then you have, because, you know, based on all this, right? based on yeah. all these things no. happen, because you mentioned C11, and for those listening or watching, C11 is basically just getting online content to fall under the regulatory body of the CRTC, CRTC. which makes absolutely no fucking sense. But when you have, again, going back to what I was saying, when you have a government trying to do its job and you have all this garbage surfacing, I don't think this should be touching 
you know, people like it's. I think that eventually it'll filter out uh, at some point down the line. I don't know, but to go to lengths to tell yourself as a government that there's there's a bunch of garbage. We need to take care of it. We need to regulate social media now. Fuck, dude, I don't, I, I don't know, no. dude. I mean, I, I no, you can't I regulate. You can't, you can't can. regulate open platforms. It's like saying it's like going somewhere in a park and people are having conversation. You start regulating that. Online is that. It's a digital park yep. where people get together and they share ideas. They could be wrong. They could say things are not factual. That's fine. That's freedom of speech. You have to deal with the negatives of freedom of speech, which are wrong information, right? And you and you cannot assign somebody who's going to fact check. Who's going to fact check? <laughs> Guys, the second you have science that is contradictory, the second science doesn't agree with itself because we people think that science is one thing. Science is just one guy or a bunch of guys. No, no, science. First of all, the idea of science is you have to not trust science. Science yeah. wouldn't agree, exist if you just take science for granted. Yeah. yeah. All right? So the, the, the card of like, just trust the science. No, that's anti-science statement. You don't trust the science. You challenge the science, yeah. right? So the second science is separated, who's going to be the guy fact-checking? <laughs> who, exactly. Who are we assigning who, to be like, no, no, you're more right. You did more research. Yeah. What did you find? Okay, cancel that guy. Yeah. How Jeez. stupid is that? I, I think the bottom line is in, in any open society, and I think open free society, yeah, yeah, and we could even have a, a discussion. Yeah. That's a good word. We, yeah, could, yeah. we could have a long discussion just in free, If are we really free and open? Uh, there has to be room for debate. There has to be room, like you said, a park that you could say whatever you want. This is the, you're going to start dictating what we could say on open forums, on private companies. It's yeah. a very slippery slope. Uh, yeah. Very slippery slope. It's scary. <sighs> we 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 can we can go on forever, dude, and we can have this episode last five hours. <laughs> uh, and we we've kept you uh, way more than than we should have. Um, thanks for coming, man. Thank I appreciate you. it. We're gonna end it over there, and I think that we should uh, we should definitely have you back. Absolutely. We've been yeah. thinking actually, and this I'm just gonna throw it out there. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna put it out in the universe. Um, we've been thinking of having like a segment where it's more like kind of uh, late night lounge scotch cigar kind of conversations oh, yeah. but we're always we're always circling back because of what we're saying before we're not sure what might come out what can the we minute, say yeah, yeah the minute uh, the extra ounce of scotch goes inside like we don't know that you know what I mean? so we're always kind of questioning it but we think it might be interesting to um, yeah to just um, kind of be unfiltered and yeah. uh, you know how guys are when they have a couple drinks i'm game i'm game you know I mean? i'm definitely down for that guys uh first of all thank you so much i i i truly i do appreciate you guys i really do I really admire what you guys are doing. I love listening to you. I love following you. Um, I, I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm, I'm happy to be part of this community. Yeah. And I truly appreciate you guys. That's all I wanted to say. Thanks again, Same here, man. Thank you. Awesome. And then the devil, we're gonna figure out. We're gonna figure out. And I know what kind of episode we're gonna do next. <laughs> right. I, I know all the things that we wanted to say that we didn't. Yeah, no. And that's gonna be the episode. <laughs> well, it's good. We have more content yeah, coming, yeah, so yeah. we have room. All right, guys, we're going to end it over there. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, follow us again on all social media. We're going to put all the links in the description for the Agree to Disagree podcast. So you can go follow Luigi and uh, all the great stuff that he's doing on his platforms. Uh, yeah, thanks again. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Ciao.